Welcome to Beyond the Reef Podcast. I'm your host, U'ilani Tevanga, and I have five incredible keiki, an amazing hubby, and a thriving business that I have built by helping thousands believe in themselves again. This show is a place for the driven island wahine who is ready to create generational wealth and break free of any barriers that may be holding her back from going next level in her business and relationships. Yes, my sis, I am talking to you. That calling in your heart is your kuleana, and I can't wait for you to go from overwhelmed to literally living a life that you once believed was impossible. I'm so excited you're here. Let's have some fun and let's go beyond the reef. All right, so this episode is so exciting. I know she doesn't really need an introduction, but I need to give her a proper one. And honestly, when I was going to start this podcast, when I was writing out people that I just really embodied the whole mission and Manao behind Beyond the Reef podcast, I knew that I wanted to reach out to Chelsea because she embodies everything about doing things from your heart, creating a business that is meaningful, that is successful, while loving on your family and making a difference for women and wahine throughout Hawaii and beyond the reef, throughout the world. And so she is the owner, founder, and most importantly, formulator of All Organics Hawaii. She is a native Hawaiian woman born and raised here in Hawaii, who grew up with a love and deep respect for the kai and the aina. And now she translates that passion into skincare and her body product line, which is so incredible. So she is a mother and she's also a very health conscious wahine. So she really wanted to put into her love of the ocean and the aina into these products that she's been formulating since 2016. And as an ocean loving family that began as her family was spending time at the beach, playing under the sun and sunscreen is always a staple in the mama's bag, right? Gotta protect our babies. And when she was hapai with her third baby, she took a deeper dive into the ingredients that were you know, listed on the labels of the food they were eating and the products they were used. And I won't share this whole story because I wanna hear it from her, how this all came to be, but basically it, began this journey into learning, which eventually turned into formulating. And now it's this worldwide business that we all know. And I'm sure so many of us follow her online. And she also has a beautiful story, but I'm just gonna highlight a couple of her biggest accomplishments is that as she began this you know, journey, she's been able to leave her hotel job that she'd been working for 10 years has her husband working with her full time so that they can sustain their family. And she also was recently a part of the Mana Up program, which is an accelerator program. And it was spotlighted with Hawaiian Airlines, sis. Is that who's sponsoring it? Amazing. And she was in several different magazines and articles, including the New York Times style magazine. So congratulations, first of all, this is so incredible. And we can't wait to learn from you. So yeah, sis, tell me about that day when you decided, like, I think I'm going to start to learn how to make my own sunscreen. How did that start? Oh, well, first off, mahalo for allowing me to be a part of this podcast. And um, yeah, let me jump right into that. 
what got me started um, for making our sunscreens was really, again, like what you said about not wanting toxic ingredients in our products. And I just wanted better for my family. So I just started making it. I, I looked it up, I Googled and DIY'd it at first. <laughs> it was really funny because I literally mixed the mineral compound zinc oxide with coconut oil. Very runny, very messy. It was in a jar. I just put it on my kids and, you know, I realized, okay, this doesn't work. I need something that's going to really stay on their skin. So I really like took a look at it and was like, okay, how can I make this like better for us? What can work better? Because we're surfing, we're at the beach all day long. My kids are fair. They need sunscreen. <laughs> and um, that was where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to make this better. And, and it, we made, I made it with beeswax, cacao, we tinted it, you know, and uh, I realized it was really working. And then I shared it with friends and family. They were like, wow, Chelsea, this really works. My eyes don't burn after getting out of the water. We're surfing for hours. I didn't even get burnt. I was like, oh, that's amazing. And when I started to learn about the environmental impacts that sunscreen had on our oceans, our reefs. Yeah, tell us about that. Our body. We can see that people, you know, are starting to share a little bit about, okay, it's bad, but why? What does that have to yes. do? How does that and to me, that was like, it just really struck me because I was like, wow, I didn't know this. And then when I started to talk about it with my friends, my family, you know, at work, they were like, oh, Chelsea, I didn't know that either. And I realized there was such a lack of knowledge in our community. And right there, I was like, I have to share this with other people. I was like, I need to first start here because here in Hawaii, it's, our oceans mean everything to us. It is a part of our life, our lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So that was my inspiration. I was like, I want to, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this as a business. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> Yeah. Take us back. So I love what you said. And those there's two words. And one of them was Google. And <laughs> the one was messy. Because so often we might be as women, like, I would love to do XYZ, but I don't know how. And then you just stop. Yeah. But you were someone who was like, we have resources available. Yes. So what would you say to people that are like, I would love to start a, you know, something about Google? You know, today, 2021, we, I cannot tell you the amount of resources that are available to us in our hands, in our phones, you know, we have so much access to resources and information to people, you know, and, and that's the biggest weapon, yes. <laughs> tool, asset, everything, you know, it's huge. <laughs> it's um, for sure. Yeah. And I just think you have so much possibilities. So like to say you don't know where to start, you can start by researching, take that step. <laughs> and when you're saying, you know, my first it wasn't working and my kids were like, I don't know about this and this messy action because if I'm gonna look at your Instagram right now, I'm just like, New York Times Magazine, like this is amazing. But I, I love talking about the messy beginnings because it really just makes you so grateful. So. Yeah. What do you want to say to Chelsea at 2016 when she did her first few formulations and was thinking like, I don't know, girl. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, I had no um, 
knowledge or just really what, you know, the people I've surrounded myself with, you know, my parents, when I was younger, they both ran their own businesses at one point in time. So I did kind of get that when I was younger, but, you know, being a business owner, I, I didn't know how to do it. You know, I didn't know what I was doing when I first started. I was like, oh yeah, I can just sell products. You know, that was like, it was messy because I had no idea what I was doing, but what I would tell myself in tw like from me to then, I'd just be like, you have so much potential. You are so capable. There's so much you can do and so far. <laughs> That makes me want to cry. That's so powerful. And yeah, to, to see where we've come. So tell me a little bit about growing up. Like, I know we jumped right into 2016, Chelsea, but let's yeah. back. Like, tell me what it was. So where did you grow up? And what is your, like, where's your Ohana from? Where, where are your roots, Sess? Well, that's the funny part. So, well, I mean, it's not funny, but I, you know, to me, it's, I just look at it as a positive. I don't have roots. I, um, because, you know, I didn't have a stable life. Um, I was born on Oahu and my dad is from Oahu. My mom is actually from Canada. She's okay. Canadian. <laughs> yeah. My dad is from Kalihi <laughs> and, you know, they got together. So I was born on Oahu and, you know, life wasn't pretty for me growing up. My, my parents had drug addictions. Um, by 13, I was in foster care, um, and from there, after 13, I had gone through four different high schools. Wow. Um, sorry, get the email. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and, and then thank you for sharing this and being open because you are such a pillar of beauty and strength. And, I, and I'm grateful that you're being vulnerable to share your story in this way because this is what makes you such a powerful wahine. Thank you. Yeah, so take your time. Take your time, sis. I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, by senior year, I was about to go into my fifth high school. And I was supposed to go to King K. Kaulike on Maui. <laughs> and I was so over being the new girl. So I, I was like, you know what? I told my uncle at the time, I was like, I'm just going to drop out. And he's like, okay. And I, and I was like, I'm just going to get my GED. I'm going to graduate early and and get a job and start working I had already been working but I, I that's what I kind of told my uncle and I was like he's like okay and then from there you know I did that I at 17 years old dropped out got a G, my GED and I started working I moved back to the big island because this is where I had I had originally been in foster care and I've always just been so attached to this island because my my tutu she's actually from here so this is where these are my roots yes <laughs> so I came back to where I felt rooted and that was here on the big island because this is where my grandma is from and she's from um Mililii, Kealakekua area so that's where a lot of my family is from and yeah so I came back and I met my two oldest children's father had my two kiki very young I started I had my first child at 19 years old yeah I had my first at 20 plus yeah <laughs> Yeah, so 19, you know, <laughs> but it was the best decision for my life. I uh, got a job at the hotels. And that's where I started. I started as a server there in the hospitality industry, had my daughter at 22, continued working. And 
that part of my life was was really hard because it, I was in an abusive relationship um, for eight years. So by the time my daughter was three or two or three, it was right around then, I had been beaten up again. <laughs> and I told myself, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. I don't deserve this. Yeah. My kids don't deserve this. And I walked away, but it was the best decision of my life. <laughs> Sorry. No, thank you. Yeah, and that's you know that's when this life just changed for me. Yeah. When I decision. yes, <laughs> but there there's something that a mentor of mine long time ago it would share that there's these defining moments in our life and you shared two really pivotal moments but there's one moment that you know when you made a decision like I wasn't going to be the new girl that wasn't going to serve me and my soul like and you carved your own path at that point and there's this thing about you know when I talk about beyond the reef what it what it embodies and even more so I'm so grateful for everything that you you're bringing to this space where oh but I have to follow this brick road to success like I have to do it in a line and I have to be like this but it's not because we're fluid human beings and even more so we're women of Oceana like we we have our kupuna and you know when I asked you know tell me about your roots but eventually your roots back brought you back and I want to just ask you a question, Dee, when you're talking about your kupuna being from Milolii, which is, you know, for those of you listening, it's a tiny fishing community, and it's just one of those mana places. Um, what kind of stories have you heard about, you know, your, your kupuna living in that area? Just how simple life was. The simplicity of it. And it's, and when you go there, you know, you just feel it, like, nothing really matters except for family and that's how tight they were you know and it's still a really tight family um but the place itself and and the lifestyle was simplicity and just caring for one another amazing and you know when you were working in the hotel because I do have like a small core group of like 20 or so year olds and they're just like Mm -hmm. I want this entrepreneur like it sounds so great right but it was the jobs we were to have that brought us to the space of I do like being my own boss. So tell me like one to two things that having a job, because you know, in the online space, we see so many people like, I want to be a business owner, and it's great. Yeah. But there is part of like actually holding a, a position, like you know, a regular job. Yeah. So tell me one of the two things that you picked up from working in the hotels. Well, yeah, I learned a lot in the hotel industry, um, starting with working with people that are different, you know, working with fat, like people from all over the world, mm-hmm. you know, and, and working with their personalities, you know, so just like learning about people, that's a huge tool uh, that I was able to learn, like, to see things from different perspectives, you know, that, that was one thing. Uh, and serving people, you know, it goes into like the service industry. But if you take a portion of that and think about what you want to do in your life, 
how you really want to serve people. Mm-hmm. That's like a, another part like that I took out of the hospitality industry. And I a, lot of, a lot of other things, but yeah. <laughs> so, you know, bringing it back to your current business and there, because it's not just about products, obviously mm-hmm. now that we you know, are sitting in front of one another and I'm, and I'm listening to your story unfold, tell me what the big vision is for your your business like you're serving through your products and so often we feel like oh if I'm selling I'm not serving but can you in your own way bridge the two because for so many of our people and I know and it's, it's just the truth it is what it is I have money conversations all day long we feel yeah. like I'm selling I'm not serving I'm not giving so can you help bridge that gap culturally oh it there's there's a huge bridge from selling the pro like whatever product it is for me it's skincare Mm -hmm. and and it it goes together with serving people because you're not just providing this product or whatever because they need to have it in their life you're providing a solution for their life and to me you know, skincare goes hand in hand with so many things like self-confidence, you know, the way we look at ourselves, how we feel about ourselves, you know, that has so much connection. And with any product that you are selling, like I always encourage people to think about how you're serving them, how you're serving your customers, whether you sell a protein shake, how is that going to provide a solution for their life? And that's you don't have to sell products to change somebody's life. You can also sell, you know, whatever products you have, but you can also serve them in a way to provide, you know, that value. There's so much value along with the products that you have that you can share with your community. And I'll, I'm like, that's one thing. I'm more about that than selling products. Yeah, I love yeah. it. And why is it important that you're successful in your business? And when we say successful, bringing in a great income. Why is that really important? Yeah, you, your perspective. You can reach more people. I can see you getting light <laughs> up. Okay, business. <laughs> you can reach more people. I mean, if I'm able to have more income, there's more lives you can touch. It's as simple as that. I mean... For me, I when I was able, when I grew more in my business, I hired somebody and she's a single mother and I support her family. And that's beautiful. <laughs> you know, when you think about it, there's so many more lives that you can help when you have more resources, you know, and, and that's so important because I have way more plans. I, I, I don't plan to stop at just one employee. I want to help way more people (laughs) you know you know now that you've hired someone and I think because when I first had met you you were sharing with me that like I'm the one woman show and like I do it and I'm yeah and I was like that's amazing so I'm (laughs) for like hiring people because I definitely am I hire like people for everything now and um, and I want moms to hear this too especially if they have big ambitious business goals like you got to hire people <laughs> you need help you can't do it all yes. <laughs> kids 
but how are you and I hate that word balancing but it's the question that comes up because your kids are so much a part of what you do obviously you have a great relationship with with your husband now so how do you kind of you know manage the two I won't say balance the two because there's no yeah (laughs) that's tough to say how (laughs) because sometimes you know to be honest I have no idea. Sometimes, you know, I'm sure a lot of moms can say we're winking it. But I, you know, at one point I was this balancing act of trying to wear all the hats. Mm -hmm. And it's exhausting. It was hard. And I, you know, when I finally stepped out of that comfort zone of handing a task over to somebody else, let me tell you, my shoulders got so much lighter. (laughs) I think that's just something that we have to get more comfortable with is stepping out of our comfort zones and asking for help. (laughs) And trust me, I know how hard it is to ask for help. I was one of those women who I got this. I'm a strong woman. I don't need help. No, no, no. You're still a strong woman, even when you're getting help. Whatever help it is. (laughs) So what do you prioritize in your family? Because if, for me, if I'm just having a full-on day and I'm like, sorry, I'm not really paying attention to you until a certain time. Is it prayer? Is it going to the beach? Like, what is your family activity that you guys always have to do? It's the ocean. It's the beach. <laughs> That's priority. That's our church. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And when you, um, you know, head down to the Kahakai, do you find inspiration each time you go? I mean, because I know that's such a huge part of your, you know, formulations. Like, I feel when I follow you, you're always coming out with something. Like, you're just always an innovation. So can you share with us, like, your creative, you know, what, what do I call that? Your creative floor. Like, where are you getting your inspiration? Yeah, it's definitely from the Aina. Everything that is, like, and culturally, um, you know, a lot, there's so much, like, that we have here in Hawaii. So much uh, healing, you know, that not just culturally, but growing here. And, and I'm just trying to find ways to be sustainable. So whenever I unplug and I'm, you know, taking those moments, I get inspired by what we have here and not trying to take more, but what we have available to us. That's so beautiful. So when you unplug, sis, and, you know, you look so, let's just say it, she is so stunning. I oh, my like, God. <laughs> how beautiful you are. Yes. But, you know, because it beams from the inside, how do you take care of yourself prioritize yourself as a busy mama as a successful businesswoman because we can't just work 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 to our way to success there's time to breathe so can you share with us a little bit about your self-care and how you malama yes Uh, thank you so much you know it it's taking me time to love myself because you know for a long time I relied on other people to love me and loving myself has become a priority because I'm a better mother that way. I'm a better wife that way. And 
you know, it's really simple. <laughs> it's not as hard as it sounds. It doesn't have to be a spa day because I don't, I don't do those. You know, sometimes I run away to, to get a facial from my esthetician, to be honest. <laughs> you know, you need an esthetician in your life. That's good. Uh, but it's not like a full treatment. Sometimes I take a bubble bath. Sometimes I have a night out with my best friends and we just do a girls night out in we don't go out we literally just do girls night in or you know it's it's spending the time the time with my ohana you know being at the beach being in the ocean those are moments of self-care for me yeah so so good so i want to ask you a couple of more questions i know like this um when you are you know going about your day are you listening to anything? Do you have melee in the background? Are you into personal development? Like, how are you still growing, you know, your business when mindset things come up, maybe when business kind of dips or changes because every business, everyone needs you, every business goes through seasons. So how are you able to push through and continue on through the, the good, the bad, the, the unseen? Oh, that's a good question. I am always searching for motivational speakers like yourself you have you've been a huge inspiration um especially with this new podcast that you you know I don't know how new it is but I've been listening and tuning in and that's what I've been listening on my my short drives uh I've, I also read you know whenever I find the time it's it's not always but you know I, I also try to dig into books whenever I can sometimes I turn on you know, whatever music that hypes me up to get me out of a funk, because it's not always amazing. It's not always, oh my God, this is, I'm doing amazing right now. And business is, you know, sometimes we doubt ourselves. We get into that moment of like, oh my God, nobody wants to, you know, su support this anymore. I don't think they love me anymore. You know, that, that, that moment of doubt and to pull myself out right before the explosion yeah 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 and you know it's also the people you surround yourself with you know it's having really positive people to talk to you and to build you up because I honestly I have my best friend I have my husband like whenever I'm doubting myself I'm like I'm having a moment <laughs> I tell them I'm like I'm having this silly moment where I'm doubting myself again and they have to like remind me and I love that like if you have somebody that can build you up share with them that's what positive people you need to surround yourself with positive people that can build you back up because it's not always easy <laughs> it's really not it's hard <laughs> it is and and that's the thing about business right it's going to put a mirror up to the things that you're battling internally whether good whether bad it's going to like really oh. shine in in yeah. whatever you're working with so you know it's this what do you have coming in this year in 2021? Because actually this is, kind of leads into my question. With the pandemic and all of that, building in person and probably getting your, your line out there, how has that kind of shifted for you? Have you had to pivot at all in this climate or have you been able to just continue on? Um, there was only a slight pivot I wouldn't say it was like a complete we had to adjust the whole system kind of thing because we were already building online presence um, that ball was already in motion and you know wholesale settled and and that's not what I really like 
our foundation isn't on wholesale. So we just kept that ball rolling and I realized, you know, I just need to stay present and I'm just gonna continue to provide value to the people who are here, to the people who continue to show up and are a part of this community. Um, you know, that was that was really like our our somewhat like turn to focus. It, it was more like a holding in on like focusing, okay, this is where we're gonna go. You know, this is where we're going. It's all forward motion, you know? And it was just more like picking up momentum. <laughs> yes, I've definitely seen so much. And, you know, in her Instagram too, if you don't follow her yet, I don't know where you've been living, but <laughs> organics, we're gonna link everything in the show notes. What um, type of advice would you have for people trying to grow in the online space? Because I see you, you know, you're also a content creator, let's be honest, like what you put, <laughs> you know, like you can create in the shop, but then you're creating a message and, and a movement almost, mm -hmm. you know, with your love of skincare, land, self-care, yeah. all of that. So what advice do you have with people putting themselves online? It's like, I don't know what people are going to think. That's the number one thing I hear, but what advice do you have? For me, well, I've said it in my Instagram, you know, the impact that I want to make is the way I make other women feel about themselves. Because, you know, I've struggled. And where I am now, I know any woman can do it. You know, if you've been through rough times, I feel you. And, you know, I want to impact women in that way, along with self-care and the you know, skincare that I can provide them. So I want to impact them in that way. And my advice would be to think about how you can impact your community. What value or what can you, like I mentioned it before, it's, it's, it's about thinking about how your service or your tool provides a solution for their lives. That's not because the reason why people buy something is because you're solving a part in their life, a, a, solving a problem in their life. So think about, you know, the tool, not only the product or service that you provide, but give them tools to help their life. So when I say that, I mean, don't just try to sell them, sell them, sell them. Nobody wants to be sold to. We want solutions on how to make our lives better. So think about what you can do to make other people's lives better in the simple terms. <laughs> I love it. You will make your life better and more abundantly blessed at the same time. So yes. So tell me, sis, last question. What do we have coming down the pipeline for 2021? What are you most excited about like oh my goodness here's what's happening <laughs> you know I'm so simple <laughs> I'm always just I, I can't say there's anything that's well actually I'm actually I do have one thing I'm really really excited for equipment <laughs> yes I know that sounds really like what what is that um I have big equipment coming <laughs> to help make my life easier and that's really exciting for me because that means I can make much more product in a shorter amount of time but that means I can make more products and have more time to uh, and everybody can benefit from this <laughs> yeah so congratulations on everything and I just want to mahalo you and I know this is going to touch so many lives and so be prepared for just the messages and ensure we will definitely have to have you back on again 
episode I feel like really needs to we'll dive into more about really loving yourself and, and receiving the goodness because there's a whole nother message that you have and you're so incredible so thank you so much sis I appreciate you please give her a follow share what you learn some takeaways this is all about elevating our wahine especially those of you that are driven that want to love on your families carve your own path and go beyond the roof so mahalo again and we'll see you on the next episode I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you loved what you heard and just want to share it with all your titas out there, sis, do me a favor, screenshot, post, and tag me on Instagram so I can stock your profile and we can connect more. There's so much goodness coming your way, so don't forget to subscribe and I would love it if you left a five-star review so we can grow this space for our wahine. Mahalo for being here. Now get out and show the world how amazing you are.